Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast. And now, good morning, amigo. We're back. Yes, we are. No, no, no. No, 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 no. What are you doing lowering it? That's what gets me in a good mood. Not our next guest. I don't really care if he comes on or not. I, I don't. I, I, you forced me to do this one, Frank. As far as I'm concerned, if you told me it was his wife we were interviewing, I would have got dressed up for the occasion, right? I would have did my hair. Put on my fly suit because that woman walks on water. I don't know what she sees in this guy. Our next guest. I'm just kidding. Our next guest is handsome. He's debonair. At times he can be sexy. And he's all mine. <laughs> At least for the next 15 minutes. <laughs> Not MLS junkie slash ESPN reporter slash my former co-host slash young buck wet behind the ears. Stefano Fusaro joins us here on Good Morning Amigo on the greatest radio station in the history of the SiriusXM platform. Because there is none better than Slam Radio. How are you, my friend? What an intro. You like that, huh? <laughs> what an intro. You left me speechless, and I'm not usually speechless. I could usually talk for hours. Frank, well, I've, been, I've been doing that lately. I do intros for people, and they look and go, I don't know what to say, from DJ Lives <laughs> to I do this to everybody. They're floored. You've been, you've been on a roll lately, definitely. <laughs> <sighs> I don't even know what to say. I don't even know what to say. How's the missus? Let's start it off with that. She must well, laugh so hard at the fact that I do. I still do it. Years later, I still do it. What do you see yeah, in this numb nut? I'll tell you. Yeah. I'll put I mean, on the I comments, agree. Frank. I'll put on the comments on IG. Ah, oh, the man who outkicked his coverage. <laughs> <laughs> Brother, you're, you're, you're adorable. Fatherhood is treating you well. Um, just like Frank, you guys make good-looking babies. Um, my Thank parents you. failed at making good-looking babies, but then I... I, I came back strong because I made some pretty good-looking babies. Um, but I'm not very good. So, but you and the wife could, like, it'd be hard to make an ugly baby, the two of you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Brother, how, you I miss daughter, them, don't you, in the not, bubble? You miss them a little bit right now? Yeah, that's, that's the toughest part, man. It's the toughest part. Uh, she, you, know, you, talk, you always talk about her being a saint and her being walking on water. Right now, what she's doing, she deserves even more, yep. of, even more credit than uh, than that. Because obviously, I'm over here in the MLS bubble. Uh, it's going to be a total of 45 days that I'll be here. I'm on day, I don't know, day 10, I think it is. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 definitely been a challenge to be away from the family, away be away from her and from my daughter. But uh, my mom has has kind of stepped in. She's over in Houston with with my wife and my and my. Uh, daughter taking care helping out so that's been huge it's a big peace of mind for me and a big help for my wife so yeah man it's it's definitely a an experience that's that's uh that's unique that's unprecedented for me being here in the bubble and i'm sure we'll talk more a little bit about that but the, the toughest part for sure is being away from the fam stefano fosaro joins us here on good morning amigo i bet you the not so toughest part is you get to watch basically your favorite sport for 45 days this is uh, you miss them, but come on, come on. They're not listening right now. They're in Houston. She's probably feeding. <laughs> like, she doesn't really care that you're on my show right now. God, it's got to be somewhat pretty good. Like, no, nobody's waking you up in the middle of the night to change a, a diaper. And you're watching 45 days of this sport. I'll be it with a mask, but I'll be it with a... 
What a unique situation. Tell us, just give us kind of a 30-second overview in your eyes, what you walked into, and how different it is from anything you've ever done in your career. Yeah, completely different, right? And, and look, I mean, I, but when we walked in here about, like I said, 10 days ago, it was you walk in in the moment, you walk in, you immediately go get a, a, a COVID test, and once uh, you do that, you're quarantined for 24 hours. And you're, you're locked in your room for 24 hours. You don't have a great menu to choose from for those 24 hours. So it's tough. It's tough. But then you, you, start, you get out. We're being tested every other day. Um, and that's off, it's gonna be, it's obviously something that, it's a huge adjustment. Uh, but, yeah, it was very eerie at first in this place. Kind of looked around. Weren't, you know, people weren't really sure what they were getting into. I wasn't sure what I was getting into. Um, but the fact that now things have come down a little bit, yes, you, we unfortunately saw two teams being withdrawn. But now that the, the tests and everything was kind of contained, and you really feel like people are now starting to, to realize, all right, this is what our lives are going to be for the next month and a half. So we got to get used to it. we got to just try to make the best of it. And you're seeing that, man. And, and, yeah, we're locked into this resort. We're locked in this resort. The only place we can go is to the fields where the games are being played, and those are direct shovels. We can't even drive ourselves or anything like that. And that's it. Uh, we're locked into this onto this resort grounds and have to follow all the rules and regulations. And it's it's super surreal, man. I mean, it's like nothing anybody has ever covered, ever. So it's definitely a, an awesome opportunity, but definitely some adjustments. I apologize for my ignorance in advance, and I always like to, in the middle of interviews, throw irreverent sidebars. So before I continue my point, I'd like to take this moment to wish Sofia Vergara a very happy 48th birthday. If I don't do that, wow. I, don't, I won't feel like I can finish this. Sofia Vergara, right up there with your wife, I would think, right? As walking on water and stuff. I'm just kidding. Definitely. Brother, do you, get totally to see, do you get to see every game? Do you get to see, like, or is it like there's three fields and there's simultaneous games going on? And that's my ignorance. That's why I apologize for it ahead of time. No, yeah, no, there's no simultaneous games. Uh, the, all the games have their own window. Uh, there are three fields, and, and you know, the, there's one field that are used for the morning 9 a.m. games that, that are going to be happening a ton. There's none until Sunday, but, uh, but that will be happening a ton. And then there's uh, the other game windows are 8 p.m. Eastern time and 10.30 p.m. Eastern time. And... Look, yeah, I'm not at every single game. I'm going to be – I'm on the broadcast for all 28 ESPN group games. Wow. Uh, and then we're going to continue <laughs> through the knockout phase. So, yeah, that's going to be tough. But, uh, it, look, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing for us here is the fact that I'm the only ESPN reporter on site. So, I'm doing multiple jobs. So, I am busy. It's, it's for sure a – it's a grind, but I love it. I love to do it. I love to be on the broadcast. So, I mean, like I said, it's, it's – you know, there's pros and cons. I love doing what I do. I'm pretty tired at the end of the day, but I get to do what I love. I get to watch the sports that I love and analyze it and really go into it and talk to all the guys that are here. So, yeah, there are some – There, it is an awesome opportunity. But, of course, man, yeah, look, it's tiring. We're doing a ton over here. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't really stop. Not, a, uh, not, not, exactly what, not exactly what you envisioned 15 years ago sitting at no. a hooligans off of US1 <laughs> as to what your life would turn out to be. Not exactly what you, you envisioned. The, the only thing that's common is you're still talking to me. That's it. Other than that, everything has changed. You, <laughs> you didn't even know your wife back then. You didn't even know your wife back then. Nah, that's why. Actually, you weren't even. Actually at, that, actually, at that hooligans that day when you and me were there uh, having that competition for the, for, the, uh, for the radio show, I actually had another girlfriend at the time who was there with me. Look at that. Another <laughs> so girlfriend. Like, so, so, there you go. How things have changed. So, so the woman who walks on water in Houston wasn't even a part of this. 
That's no, why no, you look no. better today than you did back then when I first met you. It's it's uh, oh, by association. No you look much better nowadays. <laughs> it's not the haircut. It's not the clothes. It's not that you're on ESPN. You look sharp. It's 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 who's on your arm, brother. <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's, it's the wife who dresses me. The wife who makes me look good. It's not, it's not me. We all know that. I mean, you, I can't even lie to you guys about that. Now, Steph, you were at the game in the Miami FC game, right? On on what is it Wednesday night? Uh, yes, Inter Miami. Yeah. All right. So I want the comparison of the game on Wednesday night versus a random Wednesday night at Tropical Park. Because when those goals were scored, I must have heard like three or four whistles, and that was about it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's so crazy to be at a game, a competitive you know MLS game with no fans. You know what I mean? Like, So I was watching the game last night on, on, on Tehudene, which was Montreal against New England, and I saw that they added the crowd noise. ESPN made the decision not to add the crowd noise, and I think there's definitely going to be some adjustments. Now, I think it's cool that you can hear a lot of the converse, excuse me, the conversations that are going on uh, on the field, especially the arguing with the official. I think that's probably the coolest part because you see how much these guys really come at the officials, whether you like it or not. I think it's just interesting to see than to hear. Uh, but there's definitely an adjustment to having such a quiet broadcast, right? Even for me as a sideline reporter, there's only so much that I can – we, we try to kind of pre-pro thoughts and, and – and, do different things beforehand so we're ready with other types of information so I can give because what I usually try to do during sideline is listening to the coaches, listen to the assistant coaches. What are they telling the players? What's going on? What are they trying to change? But everyone's hearing that now because there's no fans and the microphones are everywhere. So that kind of eliminates that part of the job. So it's been an adjustment a little to, to do sidelines with no fans. So, yeah, man, it's weird. It's weird to be out there seeing these guys compete and hearing every single word and having about – I don't know, I would say maybe 50, 40 people surrounding the whole field, and that's about it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's something that we're definitely – this is a new normal, man, and I hope that we can get fans back soon because as cool as it is to be here and watching live sports, there's nothing like an atmosphere that builds with a, with, in a stadium with, full with fans. It, it, it is pretty awesome, isn't it? That, especially at a it soccer is. game of all sports. Like we always point yeah. to the UM game against Notre Dame that the place was electrifying. Well, that's like every soccer game. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's part of the soundtrack of the sport. It's hearing them chant and hearing them sing. It, it, that's part of the beauty of it. So, you know, this has been, these are some interesting times, and obviously you want it to get back to normal, but right now what you're living is something of a moment that you will forever remember. This is... Our, so my question is, are you chronicling this by any chance? Like, just I, I personally am. chronicling. I am, I am. I, I'm writing every day a little bit and just kind of sh- putting down my my experiences. To maybe I don't know what I'm going to do with it one day. Uh, but for sure, it's something that I'll one day share with my daughter. Say, hey, look, I did this, and this was pretty cool. She might not think it's cool, but <laughs> I'm going to still share it with her anyway. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a unique experience, and I think it's important to document a little bit of it. You know what I mean? Uh, just to really see what, you know, later on in life kind of look back and say, wow, that's what we did. I did that. And, and, you know, I think that's kind of the coolest thing about this assignment is that not only are we kind of back with sports in a time where it's so difficult, but, I mean, it's it's something that I hope we'll never have to see again because I hope that one day we, you know, very soon we'll be back to – having fans in stadiums that I hope, I hope that's the, that's the case. And I hope that we don't have to have another bubble environment assignment ever again, but it is a historic, a historic moment that I'm never going to forget. I don't think any of us are going to really forget it. 
Uh, and if you put things in perspective, yes, it's different. Yes, you don't ever want it to happen again. But at the same time, um, you almost begrudgingly have to be happy it's you that's selected for this. Oh, it's not everybody that gets to do something like this. Like This is kind of a big deal, if you ask me. It's, I, I, 100%. I mean, I was, I, was, I was honored when my bosses asked me. It was definitely a difficult decision regardless just because, you know, I knew I would have to be away from my family for so long. But What, what happens with basketball and baseball? I guess you can't just pop in the bubble later afterwards, huh? You're, that, you have to take one or the other, and they, that, or that's the one they offered. And So you get to be a yeah. fan for basketball this year then? Yeah, uh, at least, yeah, I'm going to be a fan. There's going to be no covering of basketball for me this, for the rest of the season. How about baseball? How about baseball? Because that's more outdoor. Will they let you do some yeah. Houston Astros? I mean, Astros? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming they will. It, it, once I get back and once we, uh, you know, I, I think they're going to give me some, a little bit of time off when I get back. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think that we will be on, I will be with the Astros. But, I mean, look, being, a, and, and I'm, and I'm, you know, we're talking candidly. I don't know about about the MLB. I don't know how MLB is going to work it out. I'm, not I'm sure in either. a bubble situation right now. I'm in a bubble situation right now, and we've seen already positive tests come out. We've seen two teams have to withdraw because of so many positive tests, and I feel like they're comfortable now because they've been able to contain the cases to the teams that were withdrawn, and they, it has not spread throughout the bubble. So I think that they're comfortable with their protocols after positive tests. Uh, but you see that even in this type of situation where everyone's being as careful as possible, there's still going to be some issues. So I can't even imagine when you have uh, teams that are not going to have not going to be regulated as to where they go. And, and teams, these players can go anywhere they want. They can go out to if there's restaurants are open in the city that they're at, they can go. If there's grocery stores, they can go. So they're putting themselves at risk at this point uh, of coming down with COVID-19 and then not being able to play. So I don't see how MLB is going to work. Uh, I don't see how the travel and, and allowing players and, and, and staff and everybody involved with these teams to, to kind of do as they please. I, I don't see how it's going to work. And I, I think the bubble is the way to go uh, during these crazy times. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with MLB. I hope, I hope that they get off the ground and I hope they're able to do it. But I, 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 don't, see, I don't see how it's going to work. Everybody in your neck of the woods is okay and safe and doing well. I should have asked that first, not last. Yes, everybody, everybody's good. Thankfully, we're good. Uh, like I said, my uh, my mom is in Houston helping out, and we're all safe. And yeah, the, the craziest part was the, the five month old. My five month old daughter wasn't uh, wasn't too sure about my about her grandmother, about my mom when she arrived. She's like, wait, who are you? Because she hasn't seen her. She hasn't seen, seen her in four old. months. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's been a very weird. It was kind of weird at first, but now she's uh, now grandma's happy with with her granddaughter, and and all is good. So. And your mom's pretty easy to get along with too. Another another wonderful young lady, uh, indeed. And please send her my love, my regards to the whole family. You know, uh, you. I got to know your family that day. That was pretty cool, and they've always been uh, the coolest. As your friends, you know, your friends are some of my most loyal followers. It's crazy. All your friends, <laughs> yeah, all your friends, they they all they still follow me it, yeah. and they'll comment. And if I wonder if I doubt, where do I know this person from? If I'm not sure, I just say, oh, it's probably one of Steph's friends. Seriously, they're really loyal. Um, yeah, brother, they are. They, they, they stay loyal. They stay loyal. Much love to you. I do appreciate you coming back from time to time and talk to the little people of the world, you big superstar ESPN <laughs> mogul, you. It's a... Frank, his head's so big, it doesn't even fit in the door. That's why we have to do this virtually. 
I wouldn't be able to get him through the door here in the studio. You hey, know? don't talk about my boy Steph. I sent him a text and he joined us. Oh, eat they. Oh, eat they. Leave Bubble Boy alone. Can I, can I rag on Bubble Boy for a few minutes? That's what I've always done. He's been a good receiver of my badgering for years. Since he was I'm all a about team. the banter. You know it. You know I'm all about the banter. You know it. Listen, I'm going to make him laugh before I say goodbye. At the very least, it's not like you're hiding in a closet somewhere. Let me see if no. he remembers that story. <laughs> of course I remember that story. We'll leave that for another time. <laughs> I love Inside Jokes on Radio. Yeah. He's like, how does Larry even remember that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, our laugh is evil and sinister, Frank. Maybe you can take oh, it from, uh, from the audio. <laughs> anyway, I'm off like a dirty shirt. Not yet. I say that at the end of the show. But I am, uh, I'm going to let you ride into the sunset. Have a, have a great weekend. Continue fighting the good fight. We will continue watching you. I will continue taking pictures of your awkward facial gestures when you get caught in a pause. I love it. Oh my god, I do that all I the time. Like I, I, get, I, feel like I, can, I feel like I can never get. I feel like I can. never have. Like, I feel like anytime any anybody tries to take a picture of me on TV, it's always an awkward pose. It's never like you never catch me when I'm not talking. Well, I'll just, and it's normal. It's always like looking like a. It's <laughs> when, weird. Whenever uh, Stefano comes on, I'm sorry, Larry, but whenever Stefano comes on and my wife is bothering me, I hit pause so that I can listen. And and every time I hit pause, I'm and I'm always like. God. So all I do, all I do is I videotape it on my phone, because then I can just scroll through and and literally I get 12 to 15 masterpieces out of a 45 second video from you. It's it's phenomenal. So Frank and I are planning on doing a few of these during your 45 day sabbatical in a bubble. And yeah. I think we're gonna capture faces in the bubble, and I think we might create a little, uh, a little, little IGTV, little, little TikTok or something. No, don't say that. They're gonna get rid of that. A little Sorry. pic collage, little, little video collage. We, we can get creative with it. The different COVID bubble faces of Stefano Fusaro. <laughs> I'm looking forward don't, to it. Don't let your daughter see it. She'll really be scared of you then. That's, that's oh, yeah, it. she'll really be scared. We can't show her that, all right? We can't make sure you don't show her that, okay? I miss doing a radio show with this man. I'm sorry. I really do. This is, it's, it, if we sit at a bar for four hours, it's four hours of this. It, just is, this, it doesn't stop. <laughs> I love you, Steph. It, Thank you for coming on, brother. Love you guys. We that's my little brother right there, Stefano Fusaro, ESPN. I'm so proud of him. That's what I wanted to tell him. I'm so damn proud of him. I am so, so so it's one of my proudest media associations that I have is with him because I knew him as a kid and nothing. I, I, I pride myself in mentoring. I did not mentor Steph. There's no reason to mentor him because he was a star at 17 when I met him. And, um, and his ability to communicate from a young age was phenomenal. Uh, a family unit that's to be envied because he has the support of his family like nobody's business. Uh, he's a beautiful person. I love him like if he was my brother. Seriously, and I use that. I overstate that. I like telling people, hey, what's up, brother? You're like a brother to me. Um, Steph is the man, bro. Like, I, there are a few. Frank, you're one of those that I'm really proud of, right? But I had a lot more to do with the tweaking of who you are. Not completely, but Steph was already a star. Chris Whittingham was already a star. I just like knowing that I was on that wheelbarrow for a few minutes with them on their way to stardom. It's fun to know that I worked with him. Um, Armando Salguero is another one. I had told Steph off air. I was like, bro, I'm super proud of you, man. You know what I'm it is? So that I can turn on my screen guy, and the only person covering MLS for ESPN is my boy, Stefano Fazzaro. Not just a guy I know, because a lot of people we know and we, right, Frank? We're chummy with people in the media. We, 
Nice. Yep. We're nice. You know. We get along with people. Yeah. But we don't get along with everybody like we get along with Will Manso, Will St- with Steph Fusaro, right? Like there's a few people in the industry. Uh, Sid Rosenberg. Um, one thing is you know somebody, and then another thing is you really know somebody. Billy Corbett, I, my friends, he hates Cubans. He doesn't hate this Cuban. He loves me. That'd be a reason why he loves me. And I'm not a lot different than the Cubans that claim he hates. He knows. I don't care. I told you, bro, people got to worry less about others and worry about themselves. Steph Fusaro, I'm very proud of him. I'm so glad we had him on the show. We'll come back on the other side. I got some stuff to make fun of. I got some serious stuff to talk about. I got to do it all before the 10 o'clock hours. 10 o'clock hours is kind of full of stuff, too. Am I going to ever get to shut up? I don't know. You've had, like, diarrhea of the mouth today. Uh, 10.59, I'll get to shut up when I pass the baton over to the youth. Uh, is Amanda hosting today or she got other stuff to do around here? She is. We haven't talked logistics on how she's hosting. Is she hosting from there or is she hosting via Zoom? I would have her host from here, but if it's a pain in the ass, just having a co-host. It's whatever you want. You just needed the green light of her being able to host it there. It's whatever you want. I really don't care. Come back from break. Got a lot of stuff to go over. A lot of stuff to go over. On this date, 1968, 52 years ago, Major League Baseball announces it will split into two divisions for the 1969 baseball season. And baseball is never the same again. For so many years, it was the American League and the National League. Then you had the East and the West inside of those leagues. And then everything just changed. Now so many teams making the playoffs, so much difference in the game. It started 52 years ago today when they announced we're going to divisions. We're going to divisions. Come back on the other side. Got some stuff to go over. Don't want to freak you out, but got some stuff to go over. Frank, you like Eminem, don't you? Eminem the candy or Eminem the rapper? Eminem the rapper. Love him. I'm going to blow your mind away with this when we come back. You're listening. Sirius XM 145. Slam Radio. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. 